the after show, but later. After, after. Do it for Johnny. For all the Carl. Three hours ain't enough. You look like a fucking monkey. I call this the big black machine. If they can't even fit inside the building. That's what I love about these high school girls. Fucking monkey. I get older, they stay the same age. Then you'll have your fits in the studio. We can't stop them. Take, take it easy, Matos. This your boy D, as always, joined by Johnny. What up? What up, what up? Today's episode, we have Carlos Mencia this week. Dog, I didn't even hear that one. You didn't hear it? No. Oh, my God. Oh. I meant to go back and listen, and I never got to. We have Carlos Mencia. We have Tommy's engagement speech, Rich as a groomsman, and actually a few more things. So where do you want to start out, Johnny? Um, Actually, I don't know. Whatever you want. Damn, there was one thing that I had in my mind, and I can't think of it now. Once we get going, then I'll, I'll remember what it was. But there was one thing where I was like, I wanted to say something, and I, I was going to text him, and I didn't even get to do that. Did you hear the conversation about Tommy's engagement speech? No. You didn't? What well, this all must have been um, on, like, the same day at the same time where I missed that whole chunk. Oh, well. That, because those three subjects he named, I was like, fuck, I didn't hear any of that shit. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, anyway. Dog, um, you got a crazy farmer's tan going on, huh? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Damn it. It's kind of hard when... when you don't know, so we can't like well, go you back could just and forth. Talk about it. They had Tommy. Maybe I was like half listening. Mm-hmm. There's some dude that Tommy knows from the gym, mm-hmm. and I guess he knows him as like a hey, you know, um, can you spot me? You know, yeah, like fucking doesn't really know him. Know him. Mm-hmm. The dude invited Tommy, I guess, like his engagement party or something. Oh, for real. And then he ended up wanting Tommy to like make his speech as like his like best man and shit. And Tommy's like, what the fuck? He's like... Damn, that dude must not have, like, any friends and shit. Huh? No, and that's what Kavino and Rich were saying. They were like, it's kind of fucking, like, crazy because we don't we don't think of it mm-hmm. that being an issue as far as, like, if you have a fucking wedding, you know? Mm-hmm. But they and were see, saying, that's why I was asking, like, where did it happen? Was it at the gym? Because that's weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. So they're all working out. And, like, he's like, hey, want to go to my engagement party? And, by the way, want to be my fucking best man? Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? and see. Or if they were, like, all fucked up. And he's like, bro, I fucking love you, man. Yeah. You want to be my best man? We don't think of it. Like, I guess average people don't really think about that happening and it, like, being fucking weird. But mm-hmm. they were like, it has to happen way more than any of us think. Because they made that Kevin Hart movie about it mm-hmm. where he was, like, the best man. Or it could have even been called the best man. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't but, remember. But um, they were saying there's, like, jokes about it. There's movies about it. And and one of the stories that Rich told was, I guess, it kind of happened to him years ago. Mm. There was a dude that I guess they went to high school with. And Rich said, like, maybe five years after high school, Rich goes, I had already graduated college and started working for a couple of years as, like, a professional. And this dude hit him up and was like, hey, um, Rich said it sounded like he had it, like, written down, like, what he was telling him. And he was like, yeah, man, <laughs> you know, we... Um, you know, hung out a lot in high school. And he's all nervous reading off the paper. Uh, hey, bud. Um, yeah. No, that's how Rich He's said. all August 29th, 2000. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to read that part. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, and Rich, he really did say it sounded like fucking like kind of scripted. And um, he said the weird part was that the dude, his name was um, Joe. And he said that he was one of those friends that like wasn't in his immediate circle. But, like, if he went to parties and shit... He saw him there. He would be like, oh, there's Joe. Like, yeah. you know, but if he wasn't there, it wasn't like he was calling him. Like, where the fuck are you, you know? Yeah. So then, Doug, See, that's why that whole scenario just sounds... I wish I would have fucking heard it now. Yeah. Because I'm like, that dude must have been so desperate to ask Tommy. Because I'm sure he had to have the conversation with his chick about, like, oh, how many bridesmaids are we going to have? Mm-hmm. And groomsmen and blah, blah, blah. And the dude is like, well, I don't really have any friends and normally, like in that situation, like for my sister's wedding, mm-hmm. 
uh, her husband at the time, he didn't have anybody here. He, he was from like the East. No, he was from Oregon. Mm-hmm. And we're way down here and his family couldn't get here. And he just had no friends here locally. Yeah. And so she wanted me to be in the wedding. So he had to talk to her first and be like, well, I don't really have that many friends and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that dude must have told his chick and she's like, well, I, either she didn't have a brother or a cousin or somebody to like stand in with him. Yeah. Or he was just like, well, I guess I'll fucking ask somebody. Yeah. And he fucking asked Tommy and shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. To me, that, that just sounds like fucking crazy to like. Dog, not, I don't think I could like- do that. If if I had no, I'd just tell my lady, I'd be like, um, I'm sorry, but I don't have anybody. It's just me. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I couldn't force myself to go ask somebody that i'm barely friends with yeah you know what no I mean? and then one of the things covino said he was like man he's all fuck that i don't want to be in this dude's pictures forever could you imagine fucking that dude like say it's your wedding yeah having some dude that you barely know from the gym and your fucking wedding or maybe that dude's like not even that self-aware and to him it's like whatever yeah and but because i'm like i couldn't imagine having pictures for the rest of my life some dude that I, I they're like met. oh who's that is that your buddy from college or whatever oh no that's the guy i used to work out with like yeah. uh every saturday yeah that's tommy i met him three times you know for real and it, you know it was kind of funny because rich had told a story when that kind of happened to him and rich is such like a fucking dickhead Doug, because he said that you know i figured all these people stayed in touch with him and i was the one who didn't stay in touch with them and i was like rich is such a dick because You'd know he wanted just to kind of make fun of that dude, Joe, Mm -hmm. because he was like, yeah, so, you know, I asked everybody, oh, so you stayed in touch with them? Knowing damn well, like, they didn't fucking stay in touch. And then he said, so everybody was like, no, I didn't stay in touch. Oh, I thought you did. Oh, no. And so it kind of like, they were kind of like talking shit behind the dude's back on his fucking wedding. (laughs) And I'm like. That is such a fucking that, that's, rich thing. I was to gonna do. say I was gonna say that right now too. I'm like, that's exactly sounds like something that Rich would do. It reminded me of like when he knows like Spot doesn't have a lot of girlfriends and shit. And he asked him about his history. And he's like, Yeah, so Spot, name the top ten girls you ever been with. And Spot's yeah. like, What the fuck? I never even been with ten girls. Tell in us my like life. the first five chicks you banged and yeah, tell you us know? the names and stuff. And so when I heard that, I was like, fucking rich, man. Like he told the story and like they kinda moved past it, but I was like, it really got me thinking like that is really like a fucking dick thing to do, you know? Yeah. And I think it, I don't know if you want to like, if you can like psychoanalyze him, but I think it really does go back to him being like a fucking nerd in like junior high school. And he said he had like braces and big ass glasses and like a mullet and, you know, like he was kind of dorky. Yeah. And I think like that overcompensating and like just wanting to make sure that he's not the fucking butt of the joke. Yeah. Like all the time. He went through his mean girls phase all late because he was all goofy all early. You know? And I I felt (laughs) like that's kind of, that's like, I mean, it's more fucked up to like spot or whatever. Cause you know, that's like one of his best friends, but like that dude, I'm like, you go to this dude's wedding and I'm like, you know, I, I just think of like anybody else would probably have been thinking it. And then if somebody mentioned it, like, been thinking to themselves, like, oh, fuck. Or even just saying it to, like, your best friend that's there, like, between you guys, but to, like, bring it up. Yeah, I I could just picture them all, like, standing in a circle, like, having a beer. For real. And then Rich being like, so, uh, all you guys stayed in touch with them? Like, kind of making them the ass of the joke, you know? And I was just like, fuck, man, like. And Rich isn't stupid. He knows that they didn't stay in touch with them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I'm like, damn, Rich didn't even think that 
hey, this is going to sound kind of fucked up of me to even like bring it up. I would have just kept that story fucking quiet or at least that part of the story mm-hmm. out of it. You know You know what that reminded me of? When Rich called like 911 on some girl that was going to commit suicide or something? No, I don't remember no. that at all. <laughs> well, I guess they were at some like junior high school like makeout party or whatever, you uh-huh. know? I guess some girl like locked herself in the bathroom. Oh, you know what? Now I, I do remember I think it was when that. like Kurt Cobain died or something. Yeah. Rich this little was, like, like spin the bottle makeout party. Yeah. And then this girl was like devastated. So she locked herself in the bathroom and then Rich called 911 because he thought she was going to commit suicide. Yeah, I remember when I heard that story, it reminded me of that episode of Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. When uh, Nick, Jason Siegel's character, mm-hmm. when he's like, it's still like a week later and shit. And he's like, John Bonham just died. Oh, They're like, yeah, 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 Nick, I know that happened a week ago. Yeah. He's like, but he's dead. Yeah, devastated. You know, I could just see Rich thinking like I'm gonna be the hero, or you know, making it a bigger thing than it really was. You know, she probably was like serious, but not really like I'm actually gonna go fucking kill myself in the bathroom right now. And see, I think that's where Rich again wanted to turn it into a story. Yeah, you know, so he he wanted to be like, oh, Tuesday at fucking lunch, he wanted them to be like, oh yeah, did you hear? Lori almost committed suicide. Or be like, oh, yeah, did you hear, like, the cops ended up showing up to the party because Lori, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was the one who called him. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Just so he could, like, say that, throw that and in there. that's really what those, like, stories reminded me of because I was like, fucking rich. He really is like a Budinsky, you know? For real. And, and I, it's odd that he has that because he's already, like, the center of attention. He's, like, tall and good-looking and shit. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's weird that he always feels that he has to, like, butt in like that. That was kind of it on the Tommy's, like, engagement thing. They went on for a minute. One of the things that I think Covino didn't really understand was um, one of the callers or, no, one of the people I think that texted them had said Tommy's lying or whatever, like, making it up. Mm-hmm. And Covino was like, he's like, he didn't make it up. I have the text messages right here. He misinterpreted what they were saying. He took it as people were saying he was making it up or something. Uh Because he was like, no, I have the text right here. And I'm like, yeah, you could have the text, but that doesn't mean Tommy didn't make it up. You know what I'm saying? why would Tommy make that up? And that's what Covino's point was. Uh He he goes, he goes. um, That's a lame ass story to make up. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Or Covino goes. You think he goes, my fucking um, brother is so bored that he's fucking creating fake scenarios and shit for my show? About like, like a marriage situation? Yeah, too, like that, on top and, of that. And the person that wrote that in, I was like, that was like fucking stupid. But the only thing that I had like, I was like, no, I don't think Covino's, Covino's really understanding what they're saying, you know? Yeah. Other than that, um, oh, one of the things they mentioned, um, living in LA, they realized how different it is than like living in the East Coast because... For those people that are listening to um, us right now and don't listen to Camino and Rich, they actually did the show for the first, like, 13 or 12 or 13 years in New York. And they're from... Uh, New York and New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, so Covino and Covino's from Union, New Jersey. Rich is from Scotch Plains. Or is, is that... No, that's Spot, huh? That's Spot, yeah. Rich is from... Long Island. I forget what the actual town is, but yeah, he's from Long Island. So they're New Yorkers, and so they've only lived in... Um, in LA for the last like I think they moved in 2015 or something so the last like four years and they were saying that one of the things um they've noticed is that how different like the east coast is and like people on the east is are like just completely like fucking dickheads and like I guess yeah they're real yeah I heard that where they're like real standoffish compared to like LA people yeah and then Rich told a story about his wife like trying to order a cake and people were like um the bakery they were calling or whatever was like we don't make fucking cakes or whatever like yeah. they were just being a bit like a bitch with her or whatever 
And um, it reminded me of a story, actually. We had our buddy Luis on the show a couple of episodes ago. I had gone to Tucson. We went to go watch. uh, I forget. We went to go watch a couple of bands. And Luis is living in Tucson now. Well, originally, we're from Yuma, Arizona, where where Jonathan and I currently are as well. At the time, I remember we went to this concert, and there was, like, some dude that, like, I had bumped into or bumped into me or something. I was thinking, like, all right, this dude's going to want to look up and shit, and I was like, fuck, even though, like... And, Doug, you're a big-ass guy. (laughs) No, and it was funny because the dude, like, turned around and looked at me, and he was like, hey, man. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like you're sorry i was yeah. like what the fuck? no you know why it, it, he was like that it's because the bands was what was it like pepper or something no no, no it was um it was tribal seeds I mean, yeah was, see that's why because it was a stoner band well so then so all the dudes were yeah, all so then faded. it was funny because it reminded me i was like here in yuma i feel like people are more ghetto and shit you know and even if it was like a stoner band and shit i feel like people are ready to look up and fight like all the time and when we were in tucson the dude like was like, oh man, hey, I'm sorry. And then he started talking to us and he fucking offered us like a joint. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I'm go man or whatever. And he was like, hey, how long are you going to be in town? Because I was like, oh yeah, I'm not from here or whatever. And then he was like, yeah, well, my dad owns this coffee shop. He was like, do you guys drink coffee? So he started telling me and Luis if we wanted to go like the following day or whatever to have coffee yeah, with him see, and his homies here if that would have happened they would have fucking beat your ass <laughs> robbed you and then like took your shoes and exactly shit. doug and that's what it reminded me of when they were saying the east coast versus la and even though for us it's only like a four-hour drive from yuma to tucson three or four hours it's completely different like yeah you know completely different when they were saying that it really got me thinking like fuck like it I is can't culture e- shock to go to like different places because remember they were even saying like how they're like in LA. There's always people out, like just chilling in the middle of the day and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you're like, do you have fucking jobs or what? Cavino will be like, well, I was at Trader Joe's and there's like a shit ton of people. He's like, don't these people fucking work? You know? Yeah, and it's true when you think about it. Anytime you go to California, like to stores and shit, there's always people. Like if it's a fucking Saturday afternoon and shit. A couple of days ago, we were in San Diego. We were there on a Wednesday and Thursday, right in the middle of the week. And yeah, the middle of the week and people are fucking just out like chilling like at fucking like nine, ten o'clock AM, you know? Yeah. And I was like, the reason I'm here is because I took days off of work and these motherfuckers are just like to them it's another fucking Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. It, it, yeah, it really fucking surprised me. But so you said you didn't hear any of the Carlos Mencia interview or Yeah, anything? no, I didn't hear any of that. It's just the only thing I heard was what we talked about after when you were telling me and uh, about it i'll play a couple of clips that i pulled from the show dog i saw the picture of the three of them and he looked all like kind of like haggard and beat Fuck, up and shit, i know dude. he I, looked like he's been like living on the street no when <laughs> i i saw that picture too i had to do a double take because mm-hmm. when i saw him i was like fuck man like he was never like you know thin or good looking or anything but he looked fucking and like, maybe it's because like his hair is gray and before you could tell that he dyed it and mm-hmm. shit like when he had his show but he just looked like fuck. Like he aged a lot. Dude. Yeah. Now nah, he had a fucking. He looked fucking rough, you know. But um, watch. Grab the headphones real quick. I just wanted to play a couple of things that that I had. A lot of people, a lot of people were saying um he's full of shit. And I was re- looking at the feedback on like the Carl page, and people were saying like he's full of shit and blah 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 from like a lot of things he was saying about what though about like um him stealing jokes and shit you know you know the whole controversy with that do you No, to be honest i really don't okay well years ago 
I guess Joe Rogan called him out when they were at the comedy store where they do, you know, a lot of them do their um, stand up or whatever. And so Joe Rogan called him out. I wish I could have shown you before this. But, like, um, like called him out like, like they were both there. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's fucked up. What? Honestly, dog, even if he did steal those jokes, yeah. that's fucked up to do because he wasn't like prepared at, like a defense or whatever. Mm. Like if if he had a legit reason why or to explain something, yeah. he didn't have a chance, dude, because he was like cut off guard. There was like another time, I guess, where George Lopez like was calling him out and then he even like beat his ass one time. For real? And um, they even brought it up and, and he didn't deny it. He said that when George like got him, they were on the top floor. He said he wanted to, I don't know if they were on the roof. He said he wanted to get George and just both of them jump off the fucking building. All crazy? Yeah. And he said, <laughs> he even said, he goes, I thought about it for a second and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? Yeah. He was but, all, you ruined me. We're both going to die yeah. now. <laughs> no, for real. Like, and, and he said like, he's been to like a lot of therapy and shit or whatever. But um, I just wanted to play a clip of, when he's fucking talking and Cavino and Rich brought it up to him about Joe, Joe Rogan and George Lopez and all that. And he was like, still like deny it and shit after all these years and stuff. Mm. And watch, here's one. But where, hold on, before you play that though, mm. what was the controversy though? Like, was it a lot of like different jokes or was it like material or what the fuck was there it? There was um, a lot of them and see one of the ones I'm playing. He, um, I'll play. Joe actually tells him like, the jokes he was stealing were like verbatim. So oh, like okay. he took their fucking, um, he took, I mean, word for word and he fucking took like their, um, timing and everything. So it was like fucking like he straight up stole them, you know, what he said when he was on Cavino and Rich and I've heard him say it in the past is like, he would take like premises that were similar and very common or whatever. But, um, what they were with George Lopez and what Joe were saying and like other com- comedians, it was shit, like a direct, fucking they were quote. saying it was like direct shit, you know, yeah. like this is one of the times where Kavino and Rich are talking to him and he like completely like keeps stuttering and shit. Cause he like doesn't know what to say. Yeah. But here's why I, I, I did get hate and I did d- d- <laughs> today, Junior. <laughs> I don't know if dessert. Okay. So I came around and who put that? Oh, I just put that. Oh, okay. I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> no, no. Right there, he goes, yeah. And, uh, but watch, after I go do the little Today Junior, uh-huh. he like has to like reset his thoughts or whatever. And it's like fucking like distracting. What? Dessert. Okay. So I came around. He goes, I don't know if, uh, but I, you know, oh, and I thought this was funny because Rich, he actually compared him, compared Carlos Mencia to Nickelback and saying like people, People don't like Nickelback and they never did anything wrong, but he like did do shit wrong, you know? Like, For real. Like if this is And that's true, a big thing in like the comedy world to steal shit like well, that. And listen to Rich, watch. This is funny. You're in the same category as uh, Nickelback. They've done nothing wrong to anybody, but people love to say they hate Nickelback. Right. Yeah. People that have yeah. done nothing wrong. Right. They're right. nice people. You know? And I'm like, that you can't really say that because we don't know whether he did or he didn't or whatever. Cool. You have him on the show and you're not going to be a dickhead. But you don't mm-hmm. have to say, like, you didn't do anything wrong because, you know. Obviously. <laughs> this was one where he straight up, like, fucking lied. On the show, he said, watch, I'll just play it because, and, and then I'll explain. Like Joe Rogan, as an example. Joe Rogan has never accused me of stealing his jokes. Right? He, was, he was defending his friends, right? That his- He's never even accused me of stealing his friends' jokes. He's just accused me of being a joke thief. Okay. So Cavino tells him right there, he says Joe Rogan never accused me of stealing jokes, mm-hmm. his jokes. And Covino says he was defending his friends, right? 
And Carlos goes, no, he, he never even defended his friends. He just said I was a junk yeah. thief. But then listen to this. Yes, go ahead. Tell everybody. What material? What material? Wait a minute. Oh, you mean you mean the bit that either George Lopez did when he just did that fucking show? Where the fuck did he open for you? He never opened for me. So he had said, like right there when Kavino was asking him. He's like, no, he didn't even like, he wasn't even defending his friends and shit, you know? Mm. And right there was a clear fucking thing where he's Was that him, clip finished or no? Um, that one was, but then he says, um, he says, um, he's talking about Ari Shafir and he says, when you open up for Ari or whatever, and then Ari, he's like, I never even opened up for him. So then Joe brings up Ari Shafir on stage. Dude, like, I opened for you what? and did that joke in the rooms you performed in. I was doing that joke before. No, you weren't. Yes, bro. Absolutely not. Damn, so Joe, like, really planned that shit, huh? Well, I don't even know if he um, planned it, but they, they were all fucking oh, there, okay. you know? So then when he tells them, like, oh, um. Doug, and it's not surprising that it was Joe Rogan who brought all that shit up mm -hmm. because he's, like, that kind of personality and shit, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? He's going to call you out if you fuck up like that. Yeah, and look it. So he, he says, um. He took this shit after he um, opened up for Ari Shafir, and he's like, I never opened up for Ari. So he brings Ari Damn, up. Damn, dog. Like it. Can you imagine how fucking Carlos Mencia felt, like, being called out, and then he's like, no, no, I didn't do that. And then they pull out, like, fucking evidence like well, that. And see, he, I'm like, so, Doug, like, even all these years later, I'm like, Kavino and Rich ask him about it. Rather than being like, you know what, fucking... I don't know, a long time ago, try to avoid it or mm. whatever. He's still lying straight through his fucking teeth. Yeah, you know? for real. So there was, um, there was a few more that I had seen, but there was like Ari Shafir. There was one where he talked about um, stealing shit from somebody on Howard Stern. And then the last one um, Joe talks about is Bobby Lee. Oh, from Bobby Lee. You Let me tell you. The video oh, the oh, oh, That's oh, bullshit. That's bullshit. And see that one, Joe actually, um, he said you had them pull the video down off the internet or whatever, because Carlos Mencia and Bobby Lee are friends, like really good friends. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a, a video that Joe had where he was like, hey, um, he's like, has Carlos ever stolen like any of your shit or whatever? And um, Bobby's like, oh, yeah, he, there was this one and he starts telling it. But then he was like, oh, fuck, you guys are recording and that's my friend. Yeah. So he was like. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Well, I guess Carlos Mencia had him like fucking pull it from whatever YouTube channel or whatever it was on. Yeah. And um, and right there, I'm on dogs. Right there, there's somebody from Howard Stern. He was talking about um, Ari Shafir, um, Bobby Lee, and when, damn dog. So he did that shit like habitually, huh? Yeah, like, and that's why it was such a big thing because those are three people I'm naming right now. Uh, Plus, there was the George Lopez. There was the see. I never knew. I thought it was like maybe one or two jokes because I really. Oops, my bad. I really didn't keep up with like Carlos Mencia like that. Mm -hmm. I wasn't like big on him. Even yeah. like when his show came out and shit, I really didn't give a fuck about it. Yeah. I and know you were like more into him a little no, bit. No, actually, I, I didn't dig him. I dug George Lopez, but you know who was into him was our buddy Ralph. Oh, yeah. Ralph was into him. And I remember um, like when I would go to his like parents' house when we were like in high school, he would be playing me shit and he was like, oh, look at it, look at it. Because he fucking loved him. But I was always, even before all the controversy happened, mm -hmm. um, because it wasn't as evident or it wasn't as um, available, I guess, as it, as it is now. You yeah. know, YouTube, everything's there. I'm talking about like 04, you know, 05, mm -hmm. when YouTube was kind of getting started or whatever. 
So we didn't have all the shit we have now. So when um, all this came out, I really didn't even know about it. I just knew I wasn't really a fan of his, you know? So what's he doing now that, like, why is he on the show? Was he promoting something that he's doing? Or he, what? He's still doing fucking stand-up and shit. Oh, for real? And he was saying, like, I his guess... His tickets are free and shit. He's all just <laughs> giving them away. Well, see, he's going to have, um, I think he, he's going to have, like, either a Netflix special or a fucking um, HBO or he's doing something. And he was like, oh, I have, like, over three hours of material and Don, I need to... For, he's never going to make it again in comedy because... Comedy's different, dude. Like uh, how we're always saying, Kavino Rich need to go on their podcast and shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody, they're not gonna let him in their circle. Like he's gonna be like exiled and shit. Yeah, and he can't make it on his own. No, and then fuck. I wish I would have pulled the other clip. One of the things he said too was, um, I don't know if they were talking about Kavino and Rich were talking about Joe Coy, and then he goes, "Oh, has he ever mentioned me?" And they were like, "No." He goes, "I discovered him," and I'm like, "That's just kind of like." don't fucking do that you know yeah for real. i'm like be a little self-aware because already you have all these fucking people that so he just straight up said i discovered him. yeah he said he goes oh he goes he never said anything about me and he goes i discovered him and then oh, that's what i was gonna say did um what was their reaction did they say anything when he said that about what that he discovered joe coy um i don't remember doug i'd have to fucking um pull the audio it's funny because like if a listener says anything remotely close to that Mm -hmm. they'll fucking call them out and break their balls about it you know what i mean like how they do their little oh um what was it last time who was it uh soul patch eric yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. remember what did he say he said that um they started like fantasy football or whatever oh yeah him and his brother yeah one thing that like irritates me about like rich how he's trying to like um not kiss his ass but Mm -hmm. since he's on their show he's trying to be like oh um it's okay buddy or whatever Mm -hmm. it's annoying though because he's like all kinds of other people did all kinds of really bad shit and all you did was like still jokes i'm like that's his whole fucking career that's like him being a fucking artist and stealing somebody else's picture and saying exactly. it's his. Like, exactly. that's the whole thing. No, that's exactly what fucking Joe Rogan said on that, the, where I pulled those clips from. Mm. And that whole thing, it's like a 10, 12-minute thing. He's like, you're fucking stealing people's, like, creations, you know? This is what we fucking, like, invented. And I think, or it might, might have been on there or on his But podcast. it's annoying me how Rich keeps saying, like, that It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Because, yeah, he's not out there fucking raping people and exactly. shit. But it's... That's the whole point of your career is to be creative and come up with original shit. Mm-hmm. And he's stealing that. Like, yeah, it is a no, big deal. And, and yeah, that that's what I didn't like about it is that Rich goes, you know, there's people that have come back from from way worse shit. Like he says, um, Kevin Spacey is going to be acting again. He goes, there's going to be a time where and I'm like, that's fucking different. You know, mm-hmm. that's way different. Yeah. Kevin Spacey might have done some fucked up shit, you know, allegedly. But. I'm like, whether he did or didn't, I'm like, this is his fucking profession. It was like if he would have fucked somebody over in fucking acting and then saying, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to, like, stand-up, it's way different. Like, you know, they talk about, like, if you're a fucking musician, right, and you write a fucking hit song and you're a one-hit wonder, you can play that the rest of your life. As comedians, you have to always create new shit. If mm-hmm. you go, just like, um, uh fucking felipe esparza. that's no dog when we started talking about him the first person that came in my mind was felipe esparza because i'm like fuck he's so like using the same material and shit mm-hmm. that i feel like he's gonna be tempted to like steal other people's jokes mm-hmm. because he's like fuck i can't think of anything else to put and then no, he's gonna be like ah fuck it i'll just borrow this joke here. No, and you see that's I mean? where like felipe i'm like i liked him and i mean i don't mind him whatever but 
he, I feel like he would be so much better if he would write new shit. But, you know, everywhere I fucking, maybe it's my fault because I listen to him on too many podcasts and whatever. But he's always using the same fucking jokes. Always. And, you know, as comedians, you want to hear new shit. You don't yeah. want to hear the fucking hits. You Doc, know? I wonder how much money, like, over his career when he was hot and shit, how much money Carlos Mencia made. Mm -hmm. Like, if he made millions, he should be able to just live off that shit. And why even try to go back to comedy? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and supposedly, I mean, if you ask him, like, he's never stopped or whatever. And, um, and that's another thing that I didn't like about him is when he was on the show, he was like, yeah, you know, people were telling me, like, Oh, I used to hate you, but now, um, Doc, he sounds like he's fucking delusional. He really does. Like, it's just, it's odd, dude. Like he really does sound like he's fucking delusional. Mm. And, and one of the things that, you know, I just, he, ne I, he never fucking like, I sat well with me. I never liked him really. Yeah. It's a good but, thing that Cavino and Rich were nice to him in mm -hmm. case he does like snap and go crazy and starts killing people and shit. <laughs> He'll well, be like, Doug, Oh no, not you guys. You guys were cool. No. And <laughs> see, that was one thing where I think. Cavino was a little more like neutral. Rich was more like, like you said, he was kind of like. It's probably because Cavino, you know, he knows like when people are bullshitting. Mm -hmm. So he's like, fuck, I don't want to feed into it like Rich is. He's mm -hmm. like, but I really don't want to say anything to offend this guy. So I'm yeah. just going to fucking stay out of it. You well, know what I mean? That, one of the things I had texted them was like, I fucking hated how he always put this like um, persona on. Like he was like this Mexican and he was like, you know, but he's fucking Honduran. His name's fucking Ned. It's not even Carlos, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's one thing that I think I didn't like from the beginning. I was like, you know, because... That I, just I shows even, you right there that he tries to do that, that he's not, like, genuinely authentic. And you I, know what I mean? Yeah, and see, I think that's why... Because I remember that years ago when um, when you had, like, the explosion of, like, the George Lopez's, you know? Mm -hmm. And... um. And, like, I guess, like, Gabriel Iglesias and, like, all the Latino comics. And he comes out and he's, like... So he tried to ride Mexican coattails and, like... Just, and he wasn't even Mexican. Yeah. And I had texted Cavino, or them, I texted them that. And Cavino said, like, that was one of the things that, like, really never sat well with him either. He was, like, but um, he was a cool dude in studio or whatever. You know, like, just kind of, like, yeah, like... Yeah, no, the but, only thing he was was... He didn't. He wasn't fucking rude to them on it, obviously, because he's there trying to get support from them. Mm -hmm. But dog, he just yeah, he's fucking. He sounds like he's crazy. His shit isn't funny. Like yeah. I, I just I don't care for him. No, and and yeah, that that was just that interview. Like some people were like, um, oh, like I think it was Mario Rangel mm -hmm. who had said on the Carl page, like when they were talking about Joe and shit. He was like, oh, like, this dude's funny and shit. He was like, Joe's never been funny. And I was like, dog, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Joe is, like, original and funny as yeah. fuck. Yeah, no, you and, know? and see, it's that shows you, again, that he's not authentic and genuine, Carlos mm -hmm. Mencia. And he probably, people who think he's funny love that low-hanging fruit type mm -hmm. of comedy and shit. Exactly. Where it's an easy one-liner joke that everybody gets and it's fucking dirty or whatever it is mm -hmm. but it's just it's easy low-hanging fruit you mm -hmm. know what i mean whereas mm -hmm. joe sometimes with this shit yeah it's kind of borderline not funny mm -hmm. but once you think about it you're like oh fuck that shit was fucking yeah. hilarious you know yeah. what i mean no and joe like yeah like his last special like especially was fucking funny where he talks about like the cat showing his asshole and all yeah. that that shit that cat was bit, fucking funny. That cat bit, honestly, was probably like the funniest shit on his last special. Mm -hmm. It was it was really funny. 
And so when I heard um, or I saw somebody had posted, I think it was Mario Ringo. If it wasn't, my bad. But I'm pretty sure it was him. And I was like, this motherfucker, like, how could you say Carlos was funny and Joe is not? Like, I never cared for Carlos. And I didn't discover Joe Rogan's comedy until, like, years later. And you're all, after he was on Fear Factor and long gone. Yeah, from that yeah shit. seriously. Like, <laughs> for like real. honestly, it wasn't until like fucking maybe like 2010 or 12 or something, yeah. you know, like years later. Because I know you even like listened to him before I did. And I still was like, just until like a couple years ago, I was like, all right, finally I'll listen to him mm-hmm. because I was just like, man, I don't want to watch that fucking Fear Factor guy. Like, I didn't know he exactly. was a comedian. No, and, and see, that's what happened to me. That's how I actually started listening to him because. I had it, this was back when I used to listen to Pandora a lot, and I had um, a Pandora, um, like, comedy station, and I might have been listening to, like, Anthony Jesselneck or somebody, and they played one of Joe Rogan's bits, and when I heard it, I was like, what the fuck? I go, the Fear Factor guy does comedy? For real. And so, I didn't even take him serious for a while. Mm. I was like, oh, I guess he's trying to do stand-up now, not knowing he's been doing it since, like, 88. For real. You know? Um, Everybody thought it was reverse that he was like the Fear Factor host, and now he's going to try to use that to get stand-up gigs. When it was really he was stand-up, stand-up for years. and then he got a hosting job. And the other day, yeah. I was listening to Burt Kreischer, and he had Whitney Cummings on his podcast, and I guess he was telling her that she should like start her own or whatever. And she was like, "Yeah, well, you know, I don't really know." She was like, "I guess she kind of wanted to," and then she started talking about like how to promote it and shit like that or whatever. And he was like, no, 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 no. He's like, you don't want to do that. He's like, what you want to do, and I thought about this like for us. He's like, what you want to do is you want to start the podcast and you want it to suck for like 30 episodes. He's like, because if you actually like go and promote it and shit, people are going to expect all this shit, but she's going to be brand new to it. You know, Uh she's not going to really know what she's doing. She's going to have to find her voice and all that. Yeah. And I was thinking about that. Like for us, I'm like, I want our shit to grow. But right now, while we're still kind of like learning and working out the kinks, I'm like, I don't want it to go like, like say it went fucking like viral and shit, right? I'm like, ooh, then in like five years, we'd be looking back being like, ooh, it went viral and we sucked, you know? So um, when he was saying that, I was like, fuck, that is like kind of like a good tip for people that are starting out a podcast. Fuck no, Doug. Honestly, I think that's fucking terrible advice. Really? Yeah, because nobody's going to care even if you promote it after those 30 episodes if they go and hear anything and it fucking sucks they'll be like no i already heard that shit it was fucking whack. What do you, i don't know what you're saying so i'm saying if she like for us you you do it for a while you mm-hmm. kind of get good at it a little bit or whatever or whatever good is but what do you mean like if i thought you said he said like let it blow for the first 30 episodes. Well, he was saying, um, yeah, he said you're gonna suck for like the oh, first 30, you know? I thought he was saying like intentionally make it no, like no, 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 shitty. No, my bad. I must have just um, yeah, not that's articulated what I, it correctly. Yeah, but. no, that's what I thought he was saying. Like, no, just be fucking terrible for no, the first no, no, 30 episodes. No, he was saying you're gonna suck. You oh, know? okay. And yeah, so he was I was like, her, why the fuck would you want to like intentionally fucking blow no no no, no. <laughs> yeah. and it's like you're gonna try your best <laughs> yeah but you are gonna kind of blow you know yeah so he's saying promote it after that yeah, so he was saying ah, after okay. like you've done like 30 or 50 or whatever yeah then be well like, see that oh, makes sense i'm whitney cummings and i have a podcast you know mm-hmm. like if you listen to somebody like um like him who i like i've said in the past i don't really dig his stand-up 
but his um, podcast I really enjoy. I never really even listened to his podcast well, uh, um, or his stand-up, to be honest. Well, but I know he really sounds... My bad, I'm going to repeat. He really sounds like a cool guy, though. And just from his interaction on the last episode with the guys... Mm-hmm. And just how like friendly he was and willing to like help them out and mm-hmm. wants them on his like that just really made me like, oh, he's a cool guy. I'm gonna give him a shot. You yeah. know what I mean? No, he really does sound like down to earth. And I, I'm like I said, I'm not a big fan of his stand up, but I do dig him like as a podcast person. And one of the things is like if you look at any of these people who have like the fighter and the kid, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, Burt Kreischer. All these people, they've been doing their podcasts since at least like 2012. Yeah, they've been you doing know? it for a minute. For a minute. Before that's it was like the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like Joe Rogan, dude. That's why everybody always wants to be on his shit because he's like been doing it for so long. He's like the OG in the game. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, Doug, he's been doing his since like 09. I think it's 10 years already that he's been doing it. And if you ever look at some of his older episodes, it's like. You know, you always hear people, like, even Theo Vaughn, he's, like, he started in his kitchen, you know? Yeah. And then you look at Joe Rogan. Some of Joe's back in the day were so, like, ugly when you looked at it. You know how you see it now? And it's, like, a straight-up production, like, you know? And if you look at... you could tell, like, it's produced and shit. Yeah. And if you look at the ones from back in the day, they're, like, in his, like, office or whatever... Like, the angles are bad, there's no lighting, the microphones they have look cheap, you know, they yeah. look like, you no, know. The, the person whose podcast I'm, like, curious about is, um, and I heard him the other day, and I haven't caught up on all kinds of shit, dude, like, because of work. Mm-hmm. I've been, like, interrupted, and I haven't, normally I listen to, of course, CNR, that's my number one. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll also listen to, like, Theo, the, the what do you call it? This past weekend. This past weekend, and then the other one with him in, um, what's his face? Oh, um, the king and the steam. Yeah, but um, the last one I heard of this past weekend was with Sebastian, mm-hmm. and Sebastian I guess has his podcast too with somebody I can't remember who it was with. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I wonder what his shit is like, like yeah. what he talks about and how his delivery is on fucking. And he even told like Theo, he's like, Nah, he's like, my shit blows. He's like, <laughs> yeah. But I do it. He's like, Because you got to do one nowadays yeah. if you're a comedian. You know? No, and see that's somebody who I do want to check out Sebastian's because and Theo was all fucking with them. Yeah. All, um, I bet you got a lot of recipes on your show, huh? He's, <laughs> because he's all Italian and shit. Oh, you yeah. know, they're always talking about food. No, it's funny because, like, he's somebody who, like, usually if I like him, like, as, like, you know, as, like, a personality, as, like, a person, I'll dig their podcast. Like, I could see myself listening to Sebastian, even if it's not, like, funny. Because I don't even really, I don't, that's not, like, my go-to when I'm listening to a podcast. It doesn't have to be, like, funny. It just has to be entertaining, you know? Yeah. And I think Sebastian is somebody who could just have a conversation mm-hmm. and be entertaining. Well, see, here's the thing, dude. With anything um, entertainment-wise, like, whether even if it's comedy or podcasts or if you're watching something like a documentary or whatever, mm-hmm. the two things that it has to be, and I guess it has to be basically like a part of your personality, is entertaining and authentic. Yeah. If you're trying to be something you're not, like, which is, again, back to fucking Carlos Mencia. Yeah. Then you could just tell that it's not authentic. You could tell he's not a genuine person. Mm-hmm. And it just turns you off. And and you know what? I think that's why, like, the people that I do dig as far as, like, their um their podcasts and shit is Their podcasts. <laughs> they're, they're, you know. All Mexican. Yeah, their podcasts. I'm trying to catch my breath. I, I know, my bad. <laughs> but, um. Oh, yeah, then, my bad. No, Let me interrupt one more time. And honestly, dude, even just in life, being 
a naturally like entertaining and genuine person will get you further than um, just being a somebody with like a sh- like their stick. Yeah, as far as like with their stick, or they don't have a story to tell. They're just like I don't know, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like being having nothing going. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're in an interview, people could tell if you're authentic or if you can explain stuff well. You know if you're just going to be somebody that's fun to work with. Mm-hmm. Whereas somebody else who's just like answers the questions like yes, no, or really short and yeah. And and it's the same, like we were saying with podcasting shit, mm-hmm. like how, even if you listen to like Theo, he could be talking about something as boring as flying on an airplane, mm-hmm. but he'll make up all this goofy shit or he'll say words wrong intentionally. And yeah. it just makes it like way more interesting and funny Doug. than just being, <laughs> well, I got on a plane and flew to Korea. No, just like the other day they were talking about, um, on Theo, um, this past weekend, he was playing voicemails that like people leave because he has like a number you can call. And somebody was talking about they were like, "Oh yeah, you had a guy on with like sweaty hands or something." And he's like, "Yeah, he's like he's got them drippy mitts." And yeah, like you know, just, just like, shit like the that. randomest like dumb shit. And then um, he told a story where he was like, he said um, a dude was like taking a shit, like sitting the reverse way on a toilet or whatever. And Doug, he went on for like five or ten minutes on that, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, and just making anything interesting, you know. And see, that's also why it irritates me. Like when people are listening to CNR mm. and they're like giving their descriptions, like, "Oh yeah, he was a black guy or whatever," and they're setting up the story too, so you could have that full picture in your head. Yeah, because that's what you're. 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 It's like you're fucking um, reading a book. You know, you have to create it in your mind because you're not watch. You're not watching it. You yeah, know? exactly. And so they have to be um, descriptive, descriptive like that. Yeah. So yeah, they're telling you there was a Chinese guy and some big black sister walked in and was like, "Boy," or whatever. You get the image. I mean, that's a big difference of some skinny white chick and some uh big filipino dude or whatever mm-hmm. there's a big difference and you have to say that it's a big black chick not a, you know what i mean you have yeah, to give that description definitely definitely um but yeah i let me see i oh we're yeah all, we're, we're all to, like random going all over the place for real, we're talking <laughs> about vert and you know what doug i really hope that they do um i know this month Bert is really like busy because he's going on like um, but think, how he had told them to get a hold of him. Yeah, he's like he's on tour um, this month, and he said he has a bunch of podcasts that he recorded so they could be you know released this month. Yeah. But when he's done, like say October, once they're done with their um, their road trip or whatever, I hope they do follow up with them because no, Doug, I hope didn't he say to get a hold of him on their road trip though because he wanted to meet up with them? Oh yeah, he said he wanted to. That's um, why I'm show like. Hopefully they'll do it and remember. If not, we need to text them like during the show to yeah. sort of remind them or post it on the Carl page. Yeah, make sure you guys fucking um, if you're Follow listening. Up. And um, oh yeah, you know what? And before before anything, I want to thank um, Cavino because he reached out to us and he was kind of giving us some pointers. He said that you know he listens when he can, and you know I thought it was really Doc, cool. he did he did like the cool move what? of like uh, like if you're telling a chick yeah. I'll I'll meet up with you if I can. He's yeah, like, I listen to you when I can, yeah. not all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want you guys to get a big head or nothing. But yeah, he's like, I'm not sweating you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I thought it, it was really cool because first of all, like Rich and Spot, I know they don't listen, 
And, you know, so Covino doesn't, he doesn't Or if have they to. do, they really don't care for it. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, so I said, like, first of all, he doesn't have to listen. And second of all, he really doesn't have to give us, like, any advice, you know? Yeah, no, so, and honestly, dude, that's, like, um, that means something. Like It really does. And it just shows his character and personality to take time out of his day mm-hmm. to send us some pointers when he doesn't have to. Um, you know, we're not, like, a big show. And mm-hmm. it's not like we're bringing them a lot of new listeners and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it does mean something to us that he's taking time out of his day to uh, even listen to us when he can. Yeah. And and then on top of that, send us pointers and shit. I yeah. Mean, I thought that was, I mean, that was super that's cool, cool because yeah. they are freaking busy, you know? So so the fact that he does listen here and there or whatever, and he said, you know what? This is what I kind of noticed and this is what you can, you know, improve on. I thought it was like fucking cool. So shout out to yeah. you know, we. We love and that. for we any of, it. and any of the listeners, if you have any advice or feedback or anything, let us know mm-hmm. because we're open to that kind of shit. I mean, yeah. we want to be better. We want to be the most entertaining, best show that you guys can listen to outside of CNR. You know? Yeah, so, and um, one we of the welcome things, feedback. You know, I've said, um, I said recently because there was some dude who hit us up and he was like, "Oh, you know, I didn't know this, you know, show existed or whatever." And he said he's been listening since, like, the Maxim days. Mm -hmm. And I told him, you know, I'd like to get him on one of our episodes. So we're still working out the logistics on that. I mean, I'll do whatever it takes to get listeners. I'll, I'll, I'll like, spread my butt cheeks and send butthole pics if people need that. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever uh, it takes. Yeah. (laughs) No, And and so, yeah, I'm I'm honestly, um, I can't wait because I'm almost there with um, getting the, the audio so we can, like, have, like, a call in or whatever. So as soon as we do that, it's going to be dope because we'll be able to have people on like every couple of weeks. Yeah, or, guys, if you're you know, interested in being on uh, an episode, an episode with us, um, reach out. Yeah, reach out and let us know. Either message us or um, post on our page or whatever, so we know and we can um, put you pencil you down once we get this going. Yeah, and we, um, defigure and it we're, out. Yeah, we're we're close to it. So there's a handful of people that I need to go back and um, see the ones like I know Gio was interested. That dude. Um, um, Chris, that I just oh, talked yeah. to. Um, he did was you shout interested. him out? Who? Uh, what's his name? Chris? What's his? Chris what? Uh, the dude who just messaged us the other day and who posted our um, recommendation. Yeah, that was Chris. Oh, okay. That, that, his name was Christopher whatever. I forget what his last name was. but Thanks yeah. for your support, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate it because I don't know where he put that recommendation. I don't I was, either. I was That's what I was, it. I was wondering. I'm all... I didn't see that on the CNR page. I yeah. don't know if he put it on his own personal. Or I, and that's why I screenshotted it. But it was just cool that he Carl did that. Page. Yeah, because I didn't know where it was. But mm. we appreciate that. Like, honestly, we're trying our best to, you know, get better every week. And we're going to do whatever we can to keep bringing you, you know, quality Including shows. Including butthole picks, like I just said. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know what? Let me take a look at my notes one more time before we, um, I guess, end this. We had Tommy's engagement. We had... Oh, Doug, real quick. One of the things I wanted to talk about. Did you hear them talking about Spot? Talk about. Giving um, Rich's best man speech? No. No. That was all part of the same shit. They, um, oh, yeah. Well, they said um, Spot, I guess. Um, I don't know. They, they were like, Archie goes, was Spot drunk? And they were like, no. Because at Rich's wedding, Spot... Um, I guess gave the best man speech and made Sarah cry because he started like talking shit. For real? And, yeah, they said like he was like um, Rich and Cavino kept going. Then Spot was like, "Oh yeah, remember all that ass he used to get?" Ah, uh-huh. they were joking. And then they were like, 
oh yeah, when he first met you, he wanted to bang you and like they Doug, were. Doug Rich didn't like look over and be like, spot. That's it. Like get I, don't, I don't fuck. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. But they were like they said they don't know what the fuck like got in the spot or what. And I'm like I'm thinking. Doc, he just took out all those years of like uh, repressed fucking <laughs> rage and shit from them cock blocking him and shit. For real, dog. Because they said it was so fucking random. Like Spot started talking, and they were like, "Oh yeah, remember all your escapades? Well, you finally picked one." And, <laughs> and they said like Sarah started crying. And I was like, fuck, that was weird as that fuck. That is weird, dog. And um, yeah, Archie Archie Spot goes, was he shit. drunk? And they were like, no. And I'm like, maybe he was, but he wasn't like acting all dumb, so they didn't know. He just wasn't that's stumbling only, and shit. That's yeah. the only thing I could think of, you know? For real. But um, but anyway, um, was there anything that... What else you, did you, you have? Do you have any bullet points or not? One of the things that they talked about, and it was the most boring shit of all time, was fucking football movies. Oh, yeah, that's one of the things that I did have on my thing, too, where I text them, like, five minutes into it. I was like, guys, please don't make this the whole show or a whole hour of um, low-hanging fruit football movies. Doug, like, really, really? I, I told them even, I was like, you guys are better than this. No, Doug, they really, they fucking went on for, like, an hour, and that's what I don't get, is that and I told they them. had, fuck, a shit ton of people calling in and shit. I'm like, I, no, oh and I God. told them, I was like, guys, I know it's... Um, the start of football season mm -hmm. so i know you have to talk football but i was like really football movies i was like can we please not do this mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. dog they still went and did it anyway i was like they must have not prepared any notes and shit and we're just like fuck what can we talk about last minute yeah because dog i was like fuck man, no when, when i heard them and i was coming back i don't know if i was coming back or what but um from san diego but yeah when i heard them talking about that i was like Fuck, man! I wanted this to be like, you know, cool on my drive. Yeah, and I had it's to disappointing when you hear shit like that, huh? Yeah, because and Doug, the thing that surprised me was how many people called in and wanted to give their two cents. I'm like, no, that's not surprising. To be honest, to me, that's why they did it because mm -hmm. they know something like that. First of all, if it's anything where what's the best of, mm -hmm. they're gonna get feedback because everybody wants to give their opinion. Mm -hmm. And then second, since it had to do with football. A lot mm. of the Carls are hardcore football fans. Yeah. So they knew that combination would get people's interest, and they didn't really have to come up with a lot of material for yeah. it. You know what I mean? Fuck, so man. So that was intentional. When I heard that, I'm like, fuck, like, remember the Titans and fucking Gridiron Gang or whatever. For real, fuck. dog. And I knew they were going to say the same movies over and over, and that's why I was like, man, this shit's going to be on repeat, basically. For real. And I'm like, how many times have they had that fucking conversation? Exactly, dog. That's Probably why. That's every year. That's exactly, and not even just every year, just like fucking randomly they'll start talking about and rich usually gets annoying and like okay i don't want to turn this into uh a what's the best football movie or whatever mm -hmm. you know what i mean he always gets annoyed with that shit yeah so i was hoping he'd do the same and i was like no he's feeding into it so they they must really want to be doing this right now yeah so it was annoying um the last thing i have on the notes was um i guess Cavino said he meant he um noticed a girl who had an eye patch did oh he, yeah did you hear that one yeah well, um, the thing, though, that, again, for the fucking 27th show, King of Queens, do you remember that episode where the dude had an eye patch? Mm, vaguely. Remember, he was like, um, oh, he wanted it was Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, that, he, that episode. And his car broke down outside. Well, 
one of the things that so there's an episode of king of queens where a guy's car breaks down outside of the house actually the guy is sorry uh it's the dude from parks and rec ron watson mm-hmm. I, I don't know his real name yeah but he had um he had an eye patch and he was so open to letting him come in and use the restroom and make a phone call. And his wife was like, no, he's probably Leader crazy. Leader was like, no, look at that. You, people will have an eye patch for a reason. Yeah. He was doing something he should have been doing. Yeah. And then Doug's like, or Kevin James is like, well, maybe he was saving a preschool and jumped in the way and so all they this came shit. Up, it was a funny episode because they came up with all these fucking scenarios for why he had the eye patch. Yeah. And, see, and they were both, like we said, it was Thanksgiving. And his car broke down, supposedly. So he's like, can I use the phone? And that's when um, Kevin James was like, yeah, go ahead, bud, and blah, blah, blah. And then Leah Romini was, like, opposed <laughs> to it. Like, why yeah. did you do that? And then they started going through those scenarios. No, and one of the things they talked about on that episode that Cavino and Rich didn't mention that I thought was, like, a fucking obvious was who goes with the fucking eye patch, you know? Like, there's, um, I mean, you can get a fake eye, you can wear sunglasses, you can, like, mm-hmm. but straight up, like, fucking Captain Hook over here, like, yeah. that is, like, pretty fucking, like, random that somebody would go with the fucking eye patch, you yeah. know? And, um, yeah, that was just something that, that really stood out to me. It was like, fuck, they didn't even, like, it didn't even cross their mind. Like, they were just like, oh, she has an eye patch, you know? Mm-hmm. But... Anyway, that was all I had on my notes. Did you have anything? You had said there was something um, at the very beginning that you wanted to talk about. I, I, yeah. I don't remember what it was. It was something. Fuck. What it was was. Um, and I can't remember what it was, but it was something where Cavino and Rich were not understanding each other. They were arguing about something this week, and I can't remember what it was. And Rich wasn't getting what Cavino was saying. And I can't remember if Cavino wasn't understanding Rich or what. It, I think it was that way, though. Where Kavino was saying something, and he's like, I understand what you're saying, Rich, but you're not listening to me. Fuck, I can't remember what it was. It was a debate. Oh, I know. It was the um, contracts. Contracts. It was the contracts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The contract discussion. Let's go back to that. Okay, um, what was the contract discussion about? It was, okay, so Rich was saying um, somebody can negotiate in, like, the middle of their contract and try to, like, like, basically not hold up their end of the bargain because they know now they can get more money and shit or mm-hmm. whatever. And Cavino was saying, no, fuck that. You, you, you're you going to sign a shitty contract just like Taylor Swift did. And um, just like everybody in the fucking history of fucking life. Oh, yeah. You Cavino's do point was you need to follow through with yeah, the Yeah, finish con- your contract. Then when you're going to do another contract, that's when you say, I want the big bucks or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? No, and see, that's where I was split down the middle. I mm-hmm. sort of agreed with both of them. Yeah, in theory... You should honor your contracts because that's your word is your bond. You know what I mean? And you should mm-hmm. always be true to your word or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of a dick move by a manager to lock you in long term knowing that, oh, this person has talent. Because that's basically them taking advantage of you. Mm-hmm. So there's there's nothing wrong with you stopping in the middle of that contract. Like for Taylor Swift. Yeah. She's blown up now and the dude knew she was going to blow up. It's only right for her to own all her shit or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's kind of them taking advantage and you're just stopping them from continuing to take advantage of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Cavino's theory that, no, you just need to honor it no matter what. That doesn't make sense because you're being honorable in going through with the whole contract. Whereas they weren't honorable in the beginning to recognize that, um, that they're taking advantage of you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's really, um. A matter of just being smart about it you know yeah and see and that that's where Covino said this is how i feel 
but I see your side of it, you know, because I think he was kind of in the middle like you are, right? Mm -hmm. And like I am as well, because it makes sense. But Rich was so fucking... That's what it was. Dead set on no fuck that you shouldn't have to you know um, yeah that's uh, what it was your contract or whatever. And Rich is kind of that way to where once he sees something his way, that's it. Mm -hmm. Like he, um, especially like how we always bring up with sports, like little league and shit. Yeah, he's like that should be this everybody's big thing when they're little or whatever. Blah blah. blah. And we're always like, not everybody plays sports. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he can't. He really can't. Like. That's not empathy. I don't know what it is. Like, put yourself in the other person's shoes when it comes to an argument. You yeah. I mean, he can't. He just well, can't do I that. I guess it is empathy. I mean, in a way, because it's basically the definition, you know, is putting yourself in their shoes. But, um, yeah, I I don't know, like, because Rich just could not. for, And that's what Kavino said. I can. I have my stance, but I see your point. Mm-hmm. You don't even see my point. You're not even trying to see Yeah. My, and that was annoying, dog, because... They kept going back and forth, and they still weren't getting anywhere because Rich just wasn't getting what Kavino was saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was kind of yeah. annoying. Days like that is when, like, I miss Spot because I'm like, man, I wanted to hear, like, Spot could, like, jump in and, like, fucking have, you know, he's kind of like the, the tiebreaker, you know? He's the type. He does a couple things. Spot, well, he's a tiebreaker, mm-hmm. or he'll have a stupid little uh, comment to say, like something yeah. sarcastic yeah. or snarky. And it's just a quick laugh, and everybody like will use that the rest of the day. Oh, my favorite part of the episode was when Spot did this, this, mm-hmm. or that. And then the other thing is he helps them to move on yeah. when they're stuck like that, going back and forth. Yeah, He's the one who's like, all right, guys, we need to go to a break. Because they, they've been doing that since Spot's been gone. They've been late on their breaks and shit. Yeah. I've noticed that, too. Um, and see, when it comes to somebody like Archie, he knows he's not like part of the show, part of the show. So he won't like he can't he doesn't have the authority to tell them like hey guys that's it stop we need yeah. to go to break now or he won't even like jump in and like say well I agree with Kavino or whatever unless they go to him mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying oh yeah that was the other thing now I remember because you brought up Archie mm-hmm. I text them I was like who's that woman laughing in the background because sometimes when Archie is like really really laughing yeah he sounds like a chick almost dude <laughs> yeah and then um, I don't know if he read that or if. Kavino said something or whatever to him, like outside of off air, mm-hmm. because I've noticed, I don't know, maybe it's just me where he's like sort of toned down how much he's laughing. It feels like he's self-aware now yeah. of, of his laughing and shit. Cause yeah. before he'd just be cracking up all hard and it really did almost, I was like, what the fuck? Who's that lady there? Yeah. And um, now he's just kind of like chuckles. <laughs> yeah. And then that's it. You know, I, I, you know, I haven't noticed at all. But that's fucking funny. I wish I could go back and listen to him cracking up back in the day or like even like a yeah. week or two ago. Well, know? see, on what I could do is probably um, go back and see when I sent the text so you could go back and listen because it was right before then that he laughed. Oh, you know really? I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I that's mean, it. Now, that, that's those were the two things that um, I had wanted to bring up and then you jogged my memory on both of them. So Cool. So, um, yeah, I guess this is episode number 27 coming to an end. So, as always, if you guys can, go ahead and, you know, like us on Facebook. And, you know, we're available wherever you consume your podcasts. You know, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere. So, if you can, just go ahead and um, 
Spread the word. Keep liking us. Keep sharing us. Spread we the appreciate butt cheeks. Everything. And like we, I said on uh, the Carl page, not the hairy ones though. Take care of that shit first before you spread <laughs> those cheeks. So yeah, take care of your hairy inner man butt cheeks because yeah, we ain't trying to see that. Nobody wants to see that. Nope. So anyway, until episode twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Whoop. It's the after show, but later. After after. Do it for Johnny. For all the Carl. Three hours ain't enough. You look like a fucking monkey. I call this the big black machine. If they can't even fit inside the building. That's what I love about these high school girls. Fucking monkey. I get older, they stay the same as Daniel, have your fits in the studio. We can't stop them. Take, take it easy, Matos.